Welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called The Golden Tree. Now the Westland animals worked hard to complete their new village. First they built houses for everybody because everyone needs a home. Then they made a hospital and a hotel and a funhouse, a school and a craft store, a lightning catcher, a skate park, a theater, a grocery store, a haunted observatory, and a host of other attractions that every village needs. And they lined the roads with smooth beach pebbles. They even built a beautiful castle from big lake rocks. Doggy used his stupor suit, which was slowly regaining its powers, to move the larger stones into place. And Kitty grumbled at this extra work, and she said, Meow, me, I don't mind helping you all make hospitals and houses and stuff, but why do you need a castle? And Texas Tommy said, Well, in the old days, before the Witch of Westland came, we were ruled by a royal family of mice. But then Versa came to town and pretended to be Mama, and she threw the king and queen into her dungeons, where they surely died. And we grew up thinking Versa was Mama and she ruled over us for many long, dark years. It was truly a dreadful time. Kitty said, yeah, I know all that, Meow Me, but why do you need a castle now? There's no more royal family. Well, we're going to find someone new to be our king or queen. Kitty said, oh. At first, the Westland animals asked Bunny to be their queen, for she had done so much to make peace with the neighboring oak tree stick people. But Bunny said, uh, no thank you. I'd rather you had democracy instead. You know, like elections. But thanks for asking. And then they asked Doggy if he would like to be their king, for he had used his stupor suit to help them with building the new village. But he said, uh, no thanks, Ruffy. I like playing too much. Being a king sounds like a lot of paperwork and pageantry. Then they asked Kitty if she would like to be queen, and Kitty said, Meow me, are you kidding me? Of course. And Tiggum said, Great. He was in charge of the committee to find a new monarch. We're officially opening the city on Saturday, the last day of Summerfall. That's when you'll be crowned queen. Kitty said, Yes. She couldn't believe her good luck. Doggy, Bunny, and Murrah spent the next week helping the Westland animals to get ready for the big celebration and the coronation of Queen Kitty. But Kitty had to go back home to yesterday's macaroni. Silent K, her old Kitty Karate master, had disappeared. And there was going to be a memorial service for her. Kitty was really sad about it, but she said, I'll be back by Saturday, Meow Me, I promise. Well, on Friday, the day before the coronation, Hypnotizer the Ape addressed to the village, and he said, We are getting ready to close up Midnight Barbecue for good. Anybody want to say goodbye? Or perhaps get entombed inside forever? And all the animals said, No. But Doggy said, Wait, wait, wait. I have a feeling, I still have a feeling, that we left somebody important inside. And Texas Tommy said, Oh, last time you had that feeling, you woke a scheming sorceress from enchanted slumber, and you started a war. Doggy said, Yeah, I know, Ruffy. Sorry about that. But there's someone good left inside, someone important. I can feel it. Well, the Westland animals grumbled a bit, but at last they decided to give Doggy one more afternoon to search the mountain before they sealed up the mountain for good and closed it forever. Doggy said, Thanks, Ruffy. I know there's someone inside. So he crept back into Midnight Barbecue. He returned to the labyrinthine dungeons where he had found Versa. This time, he saw a faint strip of light on the far wall coming from a door that was cracked open. He hadn't seen the door on his last visit. 
So he opened the door and stepped into a hidden room. The space was lit with a faint silver glow like starlight. And in the center of the room, a young mouse lay sleeping on a bed of stone. Doggy went, huh, Ruffy, I wonder who she is. There was a rolled up note on the mouse's lap. Doggy unfurled the note and read what it said. To whomever finds our daughter. Her name is Nylon Mouse, and she is the heir to the throne of Westland. We placed her in enchanted sleep when she was a baby, in the hopes that someday the witch would be gone, and it would be safe for our daughter to rule in peace. To wake her, say Lasana Dasehi Ro. All good things, the king and queen of Westland. Doggy said, whoa, Ruffy, I guess we did leave somebody important behind after all. So he cleared his throat, <clears throat> and he said the magic words, Lasana Dasehi Ro. <sighs> Nylon Mouse stirred and yawned and opened her eyes. She blinked at Doggy. Mommy? Uh, no. Daddy? Uh, no, I ain't nothing but a hound dog. Nylon Mouse sat up, and she said, how, how long have I been sleeping? I've had the most peculiar dreams. Doggy said, uh, basically your whole life, I think. Wow. Well, I'm ready to be awake. Do you know the way to the light? Doggy said, yeah, follow me. I think I know the way out. Eventually, they found their way through the dungeons and out of the mountain. And when Doggy brought Nylon Mouse to the village, there was great fanfare and excitement. Everyone was amazed to find there was a living descendant of the last king and queen. Texas Tommy said, oh, it's a doggone miracle. And Tiggum wiped a tear from his eye and he said, it's more than we ever dared dream. The Westland animals were very kind to Nylon Mouse. They brought her food and drink and they taught her the songs and stories of the Westland animals. And they let her stay in the castle that night. Pokey said, after all, this will be your new home from now on. Tiggum said, yep, and tomorrow you'll be crowned queen. But in all the excitement, no one remembered to tell Kitty that she was no longer going to be the queen. So when Kitty arrived in town the next morning and heard the news, she was stunned and angry. She said, what? Some random rodent wakes up from a long nap and suddenly I don't get to be queen anymore? That's not fair. She moped through the streets of Woodville all morning. She didn't play games or help prepare for the celebration. She spread her sour mood everywhere. Soon even the skies above began to turn gray. Doggy showed her the giant celebration cake he had made. He said, oh, do you like it, Kitty? I made it all by myself. I think I'm actually getting pretty good at baking. Kitty went, Tch. Looks more like an exploded wedding dress. Doggy said, oh, I guess you're right. And then Kitty slumped up onto the stage where Bunny was hanging some decorations. And Bunny glanced up at the gathering clouds and she said, oh, I hope it doesn't rain. Our band is supposed to play a concert after the coronation, after all. Kitty said, well, I'm not singing, Meow Me. A stray drop of rain hit Bunny's cheek and she brushed it away. Why not? Kitty said, I just don't feel like it. Bunny said, what's wrong with you, Kitty? Nothing, what's wrong with you? And then everyone in town cheered, yay! For a nylon mouse had just emerged from the castle in a new royal gown. She walked to the stage and everyone followed. Kitty went, and rolled her eyes. And then Tiggum nudged Kitty and said, hey Kitty, why don't you give a speech to officially introduce our new queen? 
And then Kitty's frown changed into a smile. Or a wicked version of a smile, rather. A flash of orange flickered in her eyes. She said, okay, meow me. And she stepped to the front of the stage and she said, Westlanders of all genders. And her voice carried as far away as the trees on the edge of town. We are gathered here today to officially open the city of Woodville and to crown your new ruler, Her Royal Majesty, Nylon Mouse. Yay! Everyone cheered and the sun came out for a minute. But Kitty wasn't finished. Kitty said, yes, yes, your new queen, who's so much more suited to be your leader than I am. After all, she's very talented at, well, let's see, what is she talented at? Oh yeah, sleeping in a dungeon for years. <gasps> the crowd gasped, and the sun went back behind the clouds. Kitty said, while I was out fighting to save your precious little town in a war, this rodent was taking a long nap. Oh, Meowmy, what a great queen she's going to be. Everyone was shocked. And then the skies opened up and it began to rain. Really rain. Hard. Ah! Everyone scrambled for shelter. And Kitty laughed as she watched them run. <laughs> a wild wind whipped through the village. And the rain came down in sudden sheets. The food on the banquet tables washed away. Doggy's cake fell apart, and the bright decorations got torn and soaked. And then lightning flashed. A second later, thunder sounded. And the animals went, ah, and all ran into their houses. And Kitty laughed as she watched all the chaos and destruction. An orange light shone in her eyes. Soon she was the only one left standing outside in the cold rain. And then she went, uh, whoops, meow me, I guess I'd better find shelter too. So she ran to the nearest building, a little tree house where Jenny Two-Face lived. But Jenny slammed the door in Kitty's one face. So Kitty ran to Tiggum and Texas Tommy's house next, but they wouldn't let her in. Then she ran to Ginger's house, but even Ginger wouldn't let her in. Kitty knocked on every door in town, but no one would invite her inside. She was stuck outside in the pouring rain. Lightning flashed just overhead. In the harsh light, the world looked alien and cruel. The simultaneous thunderclap was terrifyingly loud. <coughs> Kitty was afraid. Where can I go? she cried. The one place she hadn't tried yet was the castle. So she ran to the front door of the castle and knocked loudly. <coughs> please meow me, please let me in. And after a moment, the door swung open. And a quiet voice said, come in. It was Nylon Mouse. Kitty said, ah, thanks. And she stepped inside and shut the door. And Nylon Mouse led her to the sitting room. And she said, come warm yourself by the fire. I'll get you a towel and some hot tea. So Kitty dried off by the fire while Nylon Mouse brought her blackberry tea and buttery acorn biscuits. Kitty said, thanks, Meowmy. She looked at the floor. She was too ashamed to look at Nylon Mouse. And Nylon Mouse said, you're welcome. And Kitty sipped at her tea and nibbled at her biscuit. She thought about all she had said and all that she had done that day. And she was mortified at the way she had acted. What had come over her? Finally, she said, um, I'm sorry I was so rude to you on your coronation day. And Nylon Mouse nodded and said, 
Well, thank you for apologizing. I understand that you were going to be the queen until they found me. Kitty said, yeah. And I take it they forgot to tell you about me, didn't they? Kitty nodded. And then Nylon Mouse said, and I understand your mentor, your Kitty Karate master, disappeared a few days ago. Is that right? <laughs> Kitty nodded once, blinking back tears. Yomi, she was my mentor and my friend. Well, no wonder you were so upset. You must be in a lot of pain. Now tears fell freely from Kitty's eyes. <laughs> Nylon Mouse smiled gently and said, Do you still want to be queen? Kitty said, What, Meow Me? I will step aside and let you be the ruler if you want. After all, the job was offered to you first. Well, Kitty thought about it for a whole second. And then she shook her head and said, No, Meow Me, you should be the ruler. And not just because you're the heir to the throne. You're also obviously much kinder and wiser than I am. I think you'll be a great queen. And I'll do whatever I can to help you. She knelt down before Nylon Mouse like a knight of old. And she said, I pledge myself to your service, your majesty. Nylon Mouse said, oh, um, why, thank you, Sir Kitty. And Kitty took a deep breath. She felt strangely peaceful inside. Not a trace of orange light remained in her eyes. And then Nylon Mouse stood up and she said, It sounds like the storm has passed. Let's see how everyone is doing. So they stepped outside together. Water dripped from the rooftops, but the rain had stopped. The thunder sounded far away as the storm moved east over the lake. Well, one by one, the Westlanders came out of their houses and approached the castle. And then they just stood around in the mud, waiting for Nylon Mouse and Kitty to speak. And finally, Nylon Mouse said, Animals of Westland, Kitty has something to say to you all. Hypnotizer said, More insults. Kitty said, No, I, I just wanted to say, I'm sorry for being so rude and mean today. Oh, the Westland animals looked down at their feet, uncomfortable. One or two of them mumbled, That's okay. And then Nylon Mouse said, And now you all have something to say to Kitty. Hypnotizer said, I'll say it. Kitty, you are a grade A nincompoop. Nylon Mouse said, uh, No, that's not what I meant. Pokey said, I know what we need to say. And he looked at Kitty shyly and he said, I'm sorry we forgot to tell you that you weren't going to be queen anymore. We were all just so excited when Doggy found Nylon Mouse we forgot to tell you. Kitty said, That's okay. And then she and Pokey smiled at each other, glad to be friends again. Well, even though the food was ruined and the decorations destroyed, the animals decided to go ahead with the coronation and party anyways. And everyone cheered when Nylon Mouse was crowned queen. Kitty actually cheered the loudest. And then the sun peeked out from behind the clouds. And rays of light lit up a small oak tree beside the castle, bathing it in a golden glow. It looked lovely, a sunlit tree under dark gray skies. And then, to everyone's amazement, the tree turned to solid gold. Everyone went, oh, wow. And Nylon Mouse touched the golden branches. She said, I will take the royal name Gold Ember. Gold for the golden tree and ember for the month of September. And all the animals went, hooray, yay. 
Well, the Stuffies, Kitty and Bunny and Doggy and Murr's rock and roll band, played a big celebration concert for Queen Nylon Mouse Goldember that evening. And everyone danced around in the mud and was very happy. Well, except for Hypnotizer. He just sat in his shack by the cemetery and yelled, Quiet down! to everyone. But no one listened to him. They couldn't even hear him. They were having too much fun. Well, that's the end of the story, The Golden Tree. The next story is called The Ghost of Flying Wormy McFuzzface. Goodbye. <laughs>